Thanksgiving podcast back yep. in the uh I take Thanksgiving week off. That's uh I don't I don't come into the office on Thanksgiving week. It's my favorite week of the year. <laughs> he says he said, uh, hey, you want a podcast since we didn't last week? I was like, It's not my fault. I was here. Right. You could have podcasted. I By mean it would have been super weird and boring. It's a, it, yeah, it really I'm is. Teased, bo- it really is boring if uh, <laughs> if it's just me by myself. Uh, we don't know. You might have some good zingers in there, some good one liners. Listen, I can put myself down like the best of them. I promise. Self deprecation <laughs> humor. Everybody loves it. Oh goodness! I don't know why they would though, because I'm so bad at it. Yeah, I say that I was only here Monday. I don't know if anybody got that, but I just did some <laughs> self-deprecation. You were only here Monday? I was only here Monday. I'm talking smack, and I was only here That's Monday. That's funny. So, um, yeah. No, it was a good week. We uh, had a bunch of family in, and our house is 800 square foot smaller now than it was in times prior. You could sleep a lot of people in 800 square feet. Um, so we were missing that space. Mm-hmm. But we had... We had uh, at one point, um, let's see, my six, my sisters, seven, eight, plus, so that was eight, so that's 14, plus um, 15, six, my other sister, 15, 16, 17, my aunt, 18, and then my mom, 19. So, yeah, we had, like, yeah, had a lot of people sleeping in that old 2,100-square-foot Sleeping mansion just over the hilltop. Yeah, we slept everybody. Holy smokes, we slept everybody. Well, you do. I, I I think when I was over there Wednesday, two weeks ago. Yep, your couch is perfect for this type of situation. Yeah, that's why we got it. Yeah, it's modular. <clears throat> yeah, so you can just unhook it, move it wherever you want. Yep, it's pretty nice. Here's what we got. It's pretty nice. Grab a section of it. Yep, you yep. can sleep a lot of people on that. Yeah. It's like just a big mega mega bed. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. What was your what was your deal? What was your Thanksgiving deal? Went to Palmetto on Tuesday. Uh, see Kayla's grandparents. Nice. Live down there. Actually, I haven't seen them. I was, Kayla and I were talking about that. I haven't seen them in probably four or five years. Wow. Every time she goes, it's always you know her and the kids, right? Her and the kids, yeah. uh, which is fine. I mean, they're they're great and all, but yeah, it's not one of those things I had to be there for. Sure. Uh, so it's able to go with her. Um, and visit with them for the day. And then uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, all the kids were over at my mom's cooking up pies and cupcakes sure. and all that stuff. So sure. they spent the day with my mom. Um, Wednesday and then Thursday was at my mom's. It was the biggest group we had. Nice. Uh, it's 20 of us um, over at my mom's farm out on the back porch. And, uh, turkey, ham, corn, mashed potatoes, you know, all the... Okay. Hey, potatoes, yeah, corn. I didn't do the green bean casserole green bean. or the squash or anything like that. Green bean but squash casserole. Good piece of apple pie afterwards with a scoop of vanilla yeah. ice cream. What kind of ice cream was it? I don't know. Vanilla bean. Vanilla Publix bean. brand. Was it Breyers, uh, Publix brand. Yeah, something like that. Winn Dixie brand. I don't know. It was one of them. Yeah. It all eats the same. Yeah. We went so. through a lot of food at our house. We went through a lot. But we had basically the same. We didn't have we didn't have squash casserole though. Yeah, squash and. That's my favorite. Mashed potatoes. I did cook green down. Green I did beans. cook down squash and zucchini and onions on the Blackstone. Did a lot of cooking on the Blackstone this past week. It's exactly why the Blackstone is needed. I did a lot of cooking for those type of gatherings. I cooked tortellini meal on it. I cooked uh, 
did a uh, hibachi meal on it. Fed everybody. Yeah. It was crazy. It was awesome. But then, you know, then we had, like, obviously a normal turkey. Did you have a sec- Do you have a second refrigerator? We do not. How in the world did you fit all that food? I'm telling you, bro. We are good. You full-on Tetris, did. that refrigerator. Dude, we're good at Tetris. Dude. Actually, sometimes, Jennifer and I, uh, we will sit after the kids go to bed and compete against each other at Tetris. Really? Yeah. On the Xbox. We yeah. We have, like, the little yeah. game. It's still a lot of fun. Dude, you know they have on the Xbox, you can get, like, Dig Dug. And uh, I don't know what that is. It's actually. a bunch of old like arcade games. Yeah, um, Galactica or yeah. Galaga, Galaga, and uh, Pac Man. You can put them all on the Xbox now. Oh yeah, and, I've played the Pac Man. Yeah, but yeah, I like Tetris. Tetris, Tetris is fun. You've not played Dig Dug? I don't. I really it's the don't. The guy know what that, that digs is. into the ground and he's running away from like these monsters or something like that. And you've got to like create paths in the dirt. Yeah, and they follow you. And anyways, you your whole goal is to. Get out like of the dig dirt. dug your way yeah. out of there. I can't believe, I can't believe you don't know what dig dug is. Yeah, wow. no, I don't. I never played it. Goodness, never you know what Galaga it. is, though, right? Isn't that the like, one where you shoot things? Yeah, like asteroids. Yeah, like asteroids. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know cool. what Galaga is. Yeah. I also know who Gallagher <clears throat> Gallagher is. Gallagher, the comedian. Yeah, look at you. It's a whole new world. I think he passed away. Maybe. I don't know. He would. Um, I, I cracked a joke one time. Where if you sit in the front row at church while I'm leading worship, it's like being at a Gallagher concert or Gallagher show because you should have like a like a poncho on. <laughs> I spit so much while I sing. Speaking of spitting, did you see that Florida player just spit, dude? It's like was a cr- fire hydrant went off in I've his never, face mask. I've never seen that before. I wonder what. I, wonder I mean, if, I've been spit on. I mean, when I was in high school, and you're under the bottom of yeah, the puddle, oh yeah, they, or a huddle, and you know, like yeah, the, the it's pile, all kinds of crazy stuff. Absolutely, get poked in the eye. Yeah. You did it so blatantly. He was mad. It's just he was just mad. Just all over the guy. Yeah. I don't know how Tate Rodemaker didn't die. Oh, really? Like that play where he got caught on the ground, he was sliding, and the two defenders hit him. Remember we were talking about that? Oh man, yeah, he got hit hard. And he came back in the game. But I was like, dude's dead. His eye roll his eyes rolled. Like when he watched the replay. When he got hit, he was yeah, he's gone. But he came back in the game. Guess he didn't have a concussion. Just a small blip. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that wild? It's crazy. But yeah, no, Thanksgiving week was good. Set up all the Christmas lights Friday. So that was fun. New yeah. house, new yeah. decorations. Had to buy a bunch of new lights. Yeah. So That's awesome, man. My Olaf inflatable is on its, its last year. Oh, really? Oh, man. He's nasty. He's old. Like, he... <laughs> He's just like, he's starting to turn like a yellowish tinge from how old he is, you know, and he's got dark stains all over. He's just, he's old. We've had him for seven, eight years. Yeah. You know, I think since EJ was born. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's it's his last year. So I'm going to have to figure out the new inflatable to put up out front. We've got a Grinch and Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Yeah. So. Kayla's like, we probably should do some sort of nativity scene seeing as how we're believers and everybody in the neighborhood knows what you do for a living. And I'm like, it's probably a good point. But I got projectors. Yeah. I got projectors. So I've got this big, huge uh, wall facing the like the main road. And so I was like, man, I, I'm the first house anybody sees on the left. So I got these like projectors that say Merry Christmas and snowflakes and all sorts of stuff, uh, which those are pretty cool. The kids are big fans of those. But you're looking at Christmas lights. 
Yeah, I do want to get. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do at the new place. You're not doing that. You're not I doing the jelly do, ones or whatever that yeah, guy called. They were, it was just too expensive installed. <clears throat> yeah, but I want to do something like that. See if I can just DIY it. Um, but like a permanent. I want to mm-hmm. do like a permanent install. So then you could just have lights yeah. at any time of year. And then if you want, you could just white. You know, do white light around your house just mm-hmm. to you know just to do it. Brighten up your yard or whatever. Why not? So, I think that would be cool. Yeah. So I'm looking at it. We'll see. There's different, several different brands. I'm not really familiar with it, so I'm just kind of researching it. Research as much as I research. Googling it, googling it. A lot of Amazon. Trying to find out what the Amazon, uh, the Amazon. Cyber Monday deals are. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So Christmas, Christmas is here. We got we got uh, December. I think we got planned out right. December's done. Yeah, December's completely done. We just gotta do first ones of prayer. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing left to do. Do first Wednesday prayer. Got to talk with Cliff too and see what he's looking at looking at for that for that month but yeah it'll be good i'm excited about i'm excited about the presentation sunday we got one at three and six multi-generational all the choirs kids youth orchestra mm-hmm. all of the above it's gonna be great i look forward to that we had a great rehearsal uh, a couple saturdays ago mm-hmm. then we'll have our big dress rehearsal um this saturday and then um you know, the show on Sunday, mm-hmm. which will be good. And I think that the three o'clock, we talked about this too, the three o'clock show will be the most highly attended one. Oh, absolutely. You know, but I'm glad we're doing two. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, you got all these people up there. All them have family, friends, mm-hmm. you know, of course, the kids, their parents, their grandparents, their family, friends. And I just think they'll that'll itself draw a few hundred people. Yeah. Just right off the bat. Yeah. And then from what I, you know, what we were talking earlier, it looks like some of the local uh, assisted living facilities are going to bus people in, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. Which actually next year we should really think about just kind of sending a flyer over mm-hmm. being like, Hey, we'd love for you guys to come be a part of this. You know, just kind of encourage those different places. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way we could even do like a, <clears throat> well, I guess the three o'clock would be kind of like that. I was thinking if there's a way to do like an alternate weekday show, I say show, don't over, nobody listening overthink that. It's a time of worship, but you know what I mean? From a performance standpoint, do something during the week or like a, a scale down something we could do. Anyways, that'd be cool. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it, man. And then, you know, Christmas season is not over the top for us. We go pretty, pretty straightforward through the month. And then, um, you know, then when we get to Christmas Eve, that's a busy day. Got six services this year. So nine, ten, eleven, South Downtown VP, and then four, five, six. Same same. Still enough time to get a order. nap in there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Not really though. <laughs> no. No, by the time you get home and eat lunch and then turn around and have to get back up and get things turned back on and But even those services are <clears throat> Yeah. Not over the top. No, forty, forty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be good. So I like that. I was thinking about something you said today, like you were talking with Riley. We were, why don't you explain, you were kind of talking to him about the way I do Christmas music and Christmas music planning. Like, it's it's always interesting to me when you're explaining to him insight into, like, how I do things, like, with the, the type of songs that I'm choosing. Mm-hmm. Like, that was interesting. Yeah. Like, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Because right. it might be insight about myself that I don't, <laughs> just because I operate in a way yeah. that I don't even realize that I'm, that I'm doing. 
Well, one, it's last year. You know, last year was my first Christmas here. And one of the things I, I kind of had to come to terms with was was how how simple you keep Christmas. You know, for, for 10 years, Christmas has always been pushed on me by senior pastors. You know, like, people are coming. We need to make sure that, you know, we put things in front of them that make them want to come back. And, you know, all the, all the added, you know, stuff that goes into Christmas and making sure we have this and we have this and let's have this production and this type thing. And Christmas Eve has to be big. Yeah. And you just keep it so simple. You just want people to sing. We've talked about this for yeah, a year now. That's true. You know, uh, that just how you how you lead. But one of the things that help keep it simple is you don't add new music, right? So you found that uh, carols for cutting edge worship yeah. years ago. Yeah. And it came with eight to ten Christmas carols. And most of them, I would say, we do six to seven of them that yeah. you still hold on to. And if you're going to use a modernized arrangement of any of the hymns or Christmas carols that you're not just going to do straight out of the at that hymn book, this is your six right. to seven that you're going to Those do. Those are the ones, right. And the reasoning is you only get to do them once a year. So why would you introduce new Christmas music that's every what, single year? That's what I really struggled with. So I'll say, like, in years past, like, I would want to introduce a new song, mm-hmm. right? And... And I think that's why I ended up landing like the way I do. Because if it, I'm either going to do one of those carols or I'm going to do something straight out of the mm-hmm. hymn book. Which you did. You created out of the, <coughs> out of two of the weeks, you basically do, or all three of the weeks, especially at downtown 945, you're just doing Christmas medleys. Yes. Songs that kind of work together, yeah, flow and, together, key and to that key. You, and the pianist can flow from one key to the next without having it being abrupt and awkward. And we don't have to stop. Transition, right. um, you know, and... That's what people want at Christmas. I think that's right. They just want to sing. Christmas Eve's the same way for me. I've fought for this for years, and I'm so thankful that here, yeah, I have the same mindset that you do. Right. When people come to Christmas Eve, they're not there for a show. They're there for the memories. They're there for the moment. They're there for I want to sing a Christmas carol the way I grew up singing it. Yeah. I want to just have candlelight singing Silent Night. Right. I don't need the flashy and the, the they don't the, need the newest, they don't need it the newest song. All power to you that do it. Right. But the people come to sing a Christmas carol with their kids, their grandkids, and their great grandkids. Yeah. And remember those moments. Right. It's not about anything that we per, we we do. It's not. It's a good point. It's so, a good point. And I think I think I kind of ended up in some settings like Christmas doing it that way for that reason. Maybe not wittingly but maybe unwittingly mm-hmm. ending there like just being kind of like i can't teach a new song like how am i going to teach them a new song yeah. in four weeks mm-hmm. if i've got four i weeks. had that issue last year i introduced hope has a name by passion yeah and we tried it at 11 o'clock and it was just like right because it's like nobody knows it. how do you teach and you have no time to set it up you don't have time to set you it can't up do you don't the have two one one it. we don't have yeah we can't do yeah. the, the two on one off one on so this year we're doing king of kings <clears throat> Yeah. At Christmas time, we're doing What a Beautiful Name. Sure. It's the gospel. Those work. Right? But they're songs that they know. Right. Those work. You know. Those fit. And then the rest are just carols. Just carols. And and we do the modernized in some, and Mm -hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Because it's just usually a little chorus. And, of course, we've been doing it for years now. So, at this point, most people probably don't realize they know Mm -hmm. that chorus that's extra in there, but that they do. But... I was thinking about what you said, though, about that concept of, hey, we got to do this, we got to do that. It's got to be big. It's got to be good, which that's great. Like, I don't have a problem with that. But it, but then the, the mindset that, 
people are coming. And so we want to do it good so they'll keep coming. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't that just sound so? Let's keep going on it. That just sounds so. I've struggled with it for years, man. I don't care for it. Yep, I don't either. I mean, if we're if we're completely honest, we do want to be good at what we do, and we want people to enjoy it, mm-hmm. and we want people to want to participate and want to hear it. Yeah, and we want people to want to hear us sing, mm-hmm. and we want them to be like, "Oh, that's good." Like we want them to want that, right? Uh, but like. You know, you got to be careful with that just from the arrogant standpoint mm-hmm. from that, you know, and, and that's not really what I'm talking about, but that's obviously you gotta yeah. be, always be on guard on that. But like trying to do something so people like, like, what am I trying to do? Attract them away from another church? Mm-hmm. Or how many of them, how many of them are only here for Christmas Eve? How many? Like that's the, the big thing, Christmas and Easter, all the family comes in. I, are you not attracting them to come back to your church? Yeah. You're not. And I think I think one of the things that I struggled with for years, I remember uh, former ministry uh, years ago, the pastor came to me and said, man, have you heard that, Mary? Did you know about pentatonics? I was like, yeah, I've heard it. we got to do it. I mean, I'm telling you, people will go nuts for that stuff. I was like, do you understand how difficult that's going to be? Yeah. I said, I got two weeks. Yeah, well, we got we got the team and we got the singers. I said, it's not it's not about that. Do you understand in the moment how difficult that's going to be? And if it doesn't go well, what that taste is going to look like? Ah, uh, you know, it'll be fine. You know, they'll they'll know you put your best effort forward. I'm like, then why am I doing it? Why am I doing a song that you're just saying, well, if it doesn't go well, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you that it's not going to go well. Yeah. I know I, I know the team. I know the vocal abilities of this team. Let's not do it. But I think it's because we lose sight of the genuous, genuineness of Christmas. Yeah. I, I think it is. I think one of the things that makes First Leesburg, especially in the music department, but from the, the top down, we've talked about this before, is the genuineness of who you are. And who Cliff is. Yeah. And why would we change that at Christmas just to attract people? Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't fit us. Right. It doesn't. I just, yeah, I really. It's my, like, Christmas Eve for you. You get to sing with your kids. You've been doing it for years. Yeah. That's genuine. Right. That's real. Like, this is a family service. Yes. So I want you to see my family. Right. Singing, too. And if you do a bunch of stuff that your kids can't even sing, <laughs> how are you how are you accomplishing yeah. a genuine feel between you and the people that have come to worship? Like I wonder how many times people have showed up shown up to a serve a big like a service and then and then the mindset was man, we gotta do this. We gotta do this so big. We gotta do it so flashy. And I don't judge, I don't want to judge that mindset. I appreciate the heart behind it, right? And we want to do everything great, Mm -hmm. right? But I wonder how many people showed up to that, watched it, experienced it, and then went back to that church the next week. Mm -hmm. Or come back on the 31st and it's not the same. Right. Because every team member's gone and you've got a stripped down team and it doesn't look like anything. Yeah. It's the same thing. I don't like doing big things on Easter. 
Right. I want them to come back the next Sunday and go, okay. Well, I just remember. So it's the exact same thing that I saw last week. I just remember the investment of time and money that goes into presentations and mm-hmm. programs like that, right? So, like, our presentation that we're doing, I mean, the only money we spend is on shirts. And music. And music. That's it. Right? And then we're going to give some food to the team between services. Mm-hmm. But we'll have, I mean, I think we'll have... What, 12, 1,300 people? Oh, easily. You know, That's what you had come. last year. That'll come. Yeah. You know? And everything's gotten larger. And, and yeah, the, yeah, the, <laughs> so. attendant, the uh, participation's gotten larger. Yeah. yeah. But you can do that, and the return you get, like, I think we'll have people, because I've had people join the choir and join the church because they came to one of these events and we're mm-hmm. like, this was great. Like I loved it. Yeah. I had the best time. And then they joined. Mm-hmm. But my, see my target though, when I'm doing these is not that. Yeah. Like I don't target that. Well, and we talked last week about last week about last podcast about what our target is mm-hmm. and that's believers to worship. Yeah. And then if you want to join that, come watch. That's great. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm going to, I'm going to craft my presentation based on the believers that are there mm-hmm. based on my family, not based on a visitor. Yeah. Cause I want my family to want to be at my house. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to advertise for, that would be weird. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who, who is like, who, who makes their home in such a way that it's not comfortable for their family mm-hmm. and all it's, all it's meant to do is attract a visitor to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now you can tear that analogy down and and i get it but i mean obviously we want visitors and we want people to join the family be adopted into the family so that's great you're welcome to come Mm -hmm. see but this is this is a time this is this is a time like the advent this is the time where we celebrate the coming of like god with us emmanuel like this is and, and christmas wasn't a a complicated over the top wild thing I guess, well, maybe, I guess it well, kind of was. kind of had its moments. But even then, the big show wasn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. The big angel show was for a couple shepherds. Yeah. Hanging out. Not a couple, however many there were. Yeah. I don't know. That's where the big show was. You know, they were just like, oh, it's wild. Yeah, I think your family comment is right. Uh, you know, one of my favorite things about your former home was the large kitchen table. Yes, that was, oh, man, I miss it. You know, like, I miss it. But I think that's that's the concept that a church should be going for, is, hey, welcome to my home. Yeah. There's a seat for you. Yeah. Here's my family. Here's what we do. Here's how we act, how we talk. Yeah. Right? Come, come grab a seat. I think that's what I love about Thanksgiving week is that, for me, is because I love my family, mm-hmm. like, a lot, like, a lot. Just have this deep, it's just... I just love my family, yeah. like my sisters and my parents and their kids and my nieces and nephews. Like I love them, would do anything for them to the point where Jennifer's like, you need to like, you need to just chill. <laughs> like you can't do everything. You know, it's my you, week, woman. You got to let me have it. Stop buying people everything you could buy them. Like we're going to go broke. Like, please. <clears throat> and it's not because they can't. It's just yeah. like, that's the way I'm just trying to show them. It's yeah. like, I love yeah, them, you know? And, um, but like the, that's where I've been over over the past like year. I've been thinking a lot about like uh, the Lord's Supper and communion. You know, communing together mm-hmm. 
like being at the table together. And I think it's the communion has meant more to me over the past year than I think in the rest of, in the rest of my life than it has the rest of my life. Because I think that, I mean, I've always been in church and, and I've taken communion as a believer, but it was always like this, um, thing that we did and it was this which it should be reverent solemn but it felt like this disconnected thing that mm-hmm. we did individually yeah and it was like hey we're gonna get real quiet now and now pray for yourself and um get rid of the sins in your heart so that way you don't get sick and die <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm yeah. Okay. When you when I'll you take you. it, and 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 really, that's not. That's not what communion was. Was it wasn't this? I don't know. I, I don't want to speak as if I'm some kind of theological wizard at communion and the scriptures on it. But looking at it, it was the time that the church gathered together, to together, at the table, mm-hmm. remember their savior, remember Christ together. And what people were doing, the reason why Paul was saying that stuff, it wasn't that they were just, they had out there and they, they had thought a bad thought and then they came into communion and, and they were going to get sick or they were out there and they were mean to somebody and they came into communion and they were going to sick. But what they were doing was they were coming together and they were like abusing the table where the rich people were coming. Mm-hmm. They were eating the food, they were drinking the wine and they weren't leaving things for the rest of the folks for the poorer people there was, there was um, people being taken advantage of and they were abusing the table. They were abusing the time of Mm -hmm. communion together. And he was saying like, look, you need to get, you need to get that right. You you can't be, you can't do that. You know? And there's, there's application in that to us, but I think it's more of application. I look at communion and I, well, part of it is because, um, the reason why I've thought about it a lot in that big picture was is Tim Keller. He's Presbyterian in New York. He's in New York City. He started a church years ago. He passed away this last year of pancreatic uh, cancer. And um, I really, really appreciate his, his his scholarly, his the way he taught, his teaching. Some people, you know, like, don't like. It is what it is. That's fine. Um, it's not her- He's not a heretic or anything. I don't know. I don't, I don't really honestly don't care what people think about that. But like he was Presbyterian, so they would have the communion weekly. Mm-hmm. And what he would do is, and I'm not an advocate for that at all, but like, I don't have an issue with it, but I'm not an advocate for it. But what he, what he would do was as he was wrapping his sermon up, he would say, you know, as we've heard this passage and we consider, you know, what the passage is saying to us about how God wants to, whatever, you know, fill in the blank from what he's taught on. We're going to come together with this to the table mm. and commune like over this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like this separate thing from worship, but it was attached to the family having learned together and being reminded in the sermon of their savior and what he's done. And then kind of feasting over that. Mm-hmm. And I thought like that's a beautiful, yeah, like that's a beautiful thing. Like, and I think that's why I do love Gosh, I love complicated music. 
I love beautiful, rich, yeah. complicated chords and stuff. And there's definitely a place in God's church for that. But I do think that's one reason why I do love simple, not lazy, not weak, not necessarily easy, but just simple worship where it's easy to be together to worship. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, we should do fun, hard songs. Like, I'm not saying yeah. that. You know, I'm not saying we need to be early church or, you know, like I saw this weird, you know, this picture on Facebook that it was like, this was back when people didn't need a building to really have worship. And they showed like, like a stick built, held up cover with, you know, a dirt floor and chairs. Mm. Like, well, okay, but that's dumb. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Like, what are you going to do when it's raining? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? And like, if that's what you, if you Oh, well, we'll weather the storm. If you don't need a building, somebody decided you needed that lean-to you built. Yeah. Like, what did they not need one before that? So did those people make a meme about you guys? Like, mm. like anyways, I'm just, I don't want to be a punk about it. That's facts. But I'm just spitting truth, <laughs> spitting the hard balls, <laughs> just fast balls, just pow, pow, pow. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But like, I do like. I wanted. I wanted to be like easy. Not easy. See, I feel like easy is such a lazy word. I don't think so. I don't. I. I would disagree. Okay. I would disagree with your sentiment on the word easy. Okay. Right. Okay. So mom comes in. She has three kids. She really want to have to fight to keep up with what you're doing. I just. This, what. What do you want from her? When she gets in the room and she's, okay, whew, this is a rough morning. Got to get all the kids ready. Dad's out of the picture. He's at work or just doesn't come to church, right? Same with same with the dad. Dad's there. Doesn't really ever come to church, but he comes to church today. What do you want from them? What, do, what are you asking of them when they come to church with you? Is it to sit back and watch or is it to engage? And the right answer is to engage. Now, there's moments to sit back and watch and watch the beauty of what God has created with vocal parts. And I think we, we accomplish a lot of that with First Wednesday Prayer. We have that moment once a month where we're just like, hey. When the choirs do that when too, the, right? You know, the choirs do that too, yeah. like on Sundays when they do a presentation. But a lot of what we do is we want you to go along on this ride with us. Right. We've seen Jesus. We've met Jesus. Let us show you Jesus. But yeah. we have to do it in a way that they can easily jump in, and it so easy is not a bad word. I don't think I I don't take it as a negative word. Yeah, I think I don't want it to be easy necessarily for us. So it's no. So it's like easy work, but I want it. I want to work hard to make it easy on. Yes. The like you said, yeah. The attender, the attender. I mean that they all they all come from whatever background they're coming from, and whatever. You know, stuff happened on the ride to church. They're not ready to go through 18 verses of liturgy and and yeah. all the deep theological truths right out of the gate. Now, eventually you can get you should, to that song. You, should, right. you know, eventually you get there, the yet not eyes and the, you know, Christ our hope in life and death. Those songs are good. But if that's all you do, there's nothing that's just super easily attainable, a strong chorus that they can grab hold of and and just sing along with yeah. you on a Sunday morning despite the circumstances right. of what they brought into the place together. You know? And you so know what? Uh, I want to change gears just a little bit. We had a great we had a great worship Sunday. 
Um, it really was a great day. 11 o'clock. I mean, all of it. Dude, I love gratitude so much. 8.30, 9.45, 11. Like, we had just great. I had I had a great serve. I had a great just experiences. It was wonderful. Uh, but we did gratitude. And, um, but uh, <laughs> what I love is um, I was really, you know, my I've had reflux going on. So my voice is like iffy at best. And it's, it's just so weird. And by 11, I'm basically singing on. It actually works out pretty well because I'm singing on just some kind of weird chord system, but I can <laughs> sing through the roof, <laughs> sing as high as I want. It's super weird. It's like, a, you know, when you sing on a cold. Oh, yeah. But but um, I had fun watching you at 8, at 830 because because you were, you know, you and I are very similar in our leadership styles, but I feel like I've rubbed off a little bit on you just like a little bit. And I don't mean that uh, in a, oh, like, boy. A, like a you learned anything. What did right? I do? It may not be. Well. So you were getting wound up, and it was great because you're because you're like I am, you know, like in that way. You're already like you know we're we're the same in that way, or maybe I'm like you, whatever. But like we're, you're just getting wound up in the song. The song's going, <laughs> and and you started stealing stealing my signature like signature calls. To, to, <laughs> I did. did. I went back you're and like, watched. You're like, come on, come on, because you know I'm doing that all day. Like I don't give people a chance. Like yeah. I'm in the middle of a song, telling like, let's go, come on, get with me, come on, here we go, here we go, let's go yeah. to church. Like, and you were just you were hollering out at him, and I was like, this is awesome. So good though. So good. Such a great call to worship. I love that one. I love. I think you know even the moment at eight thirty where you kind of just you taught a little bit. You know, I think that's another, and it's a whole other conversation for another time. But I think that's also an area of genuineness that takes place in a worship service is when the worship pastor is allowed to be a pastor. I, and I will say this too. We'll talk about that later, but I also don't do it that much. Yeah. Yeah. I used to overdo it in my early years yeah. of ministry. I used to. I used to. My pastor would, you know, hey, man, what you're saying is great. You got to stop. But you can't do it's it every much. single week, you know? Yeah. And, and it was. It was just me trying to facilitate. But just let the songs do what the songs are going to do. And if you sense that there's a movement, if you sense that the moment's not over, then keep it going, you know, feed on it a little bit. But I think what you did at 830 was great um, because, you know, you really set up like you really don't have anything to offer. You have nothing. I mean, there's not a thing you can offer God that he already doesn't have. Because the thing with gratitude is guys like us, we have the privilege of learning the song getting the getting the feel of what it's trying to communicate. Yeah. So when we're leading that, that's all kind of wrapped up in us. But the hearer, they're gonna love the song because it has a beautiful melody line mm-hmm. and it builds and it and it really calls you to sing. But I think you could do all that and then miss it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because the whole the whole point of the song is like, I am so thankful because I know I've got nothing to give you. Mm-hmm. And so all I'm gonna do is just surrender my life to yeah. you. Yeah. And so I was out there, I was singing it and I was like, man, I hope people get that. Like, yeah. I want them to get that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it worked. I mean, I think, it, you know, I, think I had John, uh, John Ward at village park. He plays electric guitar. He was sitting behind me. I was going back and I was watching it and, uh, we got into that like second or third chorus or whatever it was. And he just stopped playing. His hand went up yep. behind me. I was like, that's, that's it. That's it. Like that's. I will That's say this. the moment of realization that you're like, you know what? I don't, don't have anything, and yeah. I'm gonna stop playing. I'm just, I'm just gonna sing right yeah. now. And he was just singing, 
and he was worshiping. He was yeah, responding. It's it a great song of also like physical response. It really is. Yeah. So I throw up my hands and praise you. And, it, and the church goes, I mean, I'm no. a little, and I'm a little slow on those songs, Yeah, but that one, I think it okay, just feels works. forced, you know, Cause sometimes it's like, put your hands, you know, yeah. it's like saying, put your hands the, the, up. Remember you the stand? So I'll stand with heart, eye and heart. I didn't abandoned. actually mind that one either. Actually but you know, like but it's the one. same, it's that same, it's like, that same vibe on call that to like physical response. So, but yeah, yeah. it was and, cool to see that from him. Well, what's, I'll say, th- I'll say this too, to brag on our people is that every service at every campus, like I'll look back in the booth and there's invariably the majority of the tech crew oh, that yeah. I could tell are worshiping. And then I'll look back, I'll look back over at, you know, like I'll look over in the drum cage and I'll see our drummers just like, they're, they're playing and they're singing mm-hmm. or like, it'll be like a downtime and they'll have their like eyes closed and head back. And they'll do like Simon does it. Like he just, like he just sings, like he'll be just in there singing and, yeah. Going after it, you know, and just looking at our instrumentalists or even our orchestra when they're when they're off, you know, in a rest, like I'll see them in there singing, singing along with the song. I'm like, this is good. Like, this is what we want. I'm telling you, though, you guys kind of kind of cracked on me a little bit. But. But I sent you that little video of that Instagram of that little boy singing in church. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw it. I don't know oh, if you yeah. got a chance to watch it. Oh, singing in, in Spanish? Yeah. The young man? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. He was like two years old. Yeah. He was sitting on his mama's lap. And it was a church and it was it was like a like a traditional song with with like uh you know And not traditional could, in the sense you're thinking. It's not a hymn. It was Well, it may have been. It, it was it was a hymn. It was a hymn, but, but it was in Spanish and it was seemed like Latin. It may I know it wasn't, but like it was that type of it was, but it had a nice, yeah, it but had nice. nice big melody and everybody's singing loud. Yeah. It was one of those churches where, you know, everybody's saying, and so this little boy, he's like two, maybe, you know, he's like ex- just exposed to this mm-hmm. and he knew every word, obviously can't read. Yeah. He knew every word. He knew the melody line and was singing it on, on pitch, mm-hmm. full voice, just, just all in, just getting it. And then, then you could hear his, if you keep listening, you could kind of hear his mom like harmonizing a little bit later in the background. And I'm like, that's the, the, like, that's the kind of church I want. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want us to do. Yeah. You know, I want our kids just singing full voice singing. Yeah. And we just got to make that happen. I, I love it though. I, you know, at 11 o'clock I get to look down and the middle schoolers and high schoolers are like up front. Usually first two rows It's special. Cause those kids, they like to sing. Yeah. And they sit up front because they want to. Yeah. And they sing. Yeah. They, they lift their voice up, man. So I have a song that I'm over. What is it? It's House of the Lord. Yeah, I'm done with that. And here's why. Uh-oh. Ezra. Why? It's the greatest thing ever. That's all he wants to listen to. Alexa, play House of the Lord. Oh, no. Daddy, can I listen to House of the Lord? Yeah. He sings the whole thing. That's sweet, though. Praise the King. It's another one, nonstop. That's all he wants to listen to. <laughs> he is like he's just he's it. just singing. Oh, he's such a sweet but boy. That's exactly what you're talking about. Is just creating a culture where they see it. It's exemplified for them, and they're just free to to do it. You know, I think it's great. Yeah, I love that though. Yep. See, like I want that. Like I want our kids at church to want to do that. Which you know they kind of. Kind of seems like they do. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice, man. 
It's pretty nice. Music ministry is a great thing to be a part of. It is. I agree. It is really, it is really a great thing. Well, anyways, we're down here in the sanctuary, bottom floor. Oh, man, we didn't mention that. At no, the it's okay. End. We could tell them any time. That's true. I'm sorry. You're right. We could tell them. We have not lost any egg crates off the wall, which is good. <laughs> they're, they're hanging on. They are. They're coming. <laughs> they're ready to pop off, <laughs> but they're just, just hanging on. All right, real quick before we go. Yep. Did you watch any of the uh, Eagles-Buffalo Bills game last night? I did not. Bro. You did? Yeah, Jalen Hurts ran it in from like 15 yards out. Sealed the win in overtime. Josh Allen's 0-6 in overtime. Golly. First quarterback ever. Anyways, Man, I know that nobody cares about that. The guy was playing that. fantasy football. Yeah, Josh Allen got like 46 points. Oh, Josh Allen played great. He played great. He just can't. He can't finish it out. Well, they just they kicked a field goal and Steph scoring a touchdown. So, thanks for joining Anyways, us. Yep. Thanks for joining everybody. Works distributed. We appreciate you to our friend over there in Europe. And uh, we hope everybody has an awesome. Week. We'll talk soon.